plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Welcome to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. This is the Empowerment Channel. In today's show, uh, we have some, I think, exciting news because you might have already heard the Screen Actors Guild strike has settled. So I'll talk about that. I'm very happy about it. It's also World Kindness Week. So are you being kind and inclusive and caring? And in our third segment, we will be discussing how to protect your money. Does your bank offer deposit insurance? Because there have been failings of several banks, and it's a good idea to double check where you are doing your business. So we'll uh, discuss what you need to understand, what is covered, and what is not. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. And it is from Louise Hay. Life is a lottery that we've already won, but most people have not cashed in their tickets. Well, have you? (laughs) That is the good thing to know is that's the whole meaning of be the star you are. We already have everything we need to be the writer, producer, director, and stars of our own life. And now we just have to acknowledge that and be grateful for it. And of course, this coming week is a Thanksgiving. So I hope that you all have a nice family event that is planned. Well, let's start off with the Screen Actors Guild uh, strike. Oh, and by the way, um, the website for Be The Star You Are is be the star you are.org. And just remember, it is uh, Giving Tuesday is coming up, and that's a really great day to make donations. Also, since it's the end of the year, if you need a tax uh, deduction, you don't want to give your extra money to Uncle Sam and would rather support a charity and um, these radio shows, both this show and Express Yourself Teen Radio, just consider uh, clicking on that donate button at be the star you are.org. Well, it took 118 days on the picket lines, and the Screen Actor Guild represents actors, and now it has reached a tentative agreement for a new contract. All the strikes have been called off, so it signals the end of the paralysis that has plagued Hollywood for months. In fact, um, just yesterday, my agent already contacted me, and I have an audition um, that I have to get done tomorrow for a new uh, film. And I've noticed that all these messages coming um, in from Screen Actors Guild where films that were um, in the can or and were ready for release but couldn't be because of the strike, they're doing um, shows right now that we're all invited to. So that's very exciting. So um, Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA, just this past week announced that it had unanimously voted to approve a new contract with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. 
and would officially end that strike last Thursday, November 9th. So we are very thrilled and excited that um, about about this, you know, happening and really proud of our TV and theatrical negotiating uh, committee because they worked so hard to get this done. This contract is valued at over a billion dollars and uh, the Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA has achieved a deal of extraordinary scope that includes above pattern this is in quotes, um, minimum compensation increases, unprecedented provisions for consent and compensation that is going to protect members from the threat of AI. And that was one of the really the biggest things that we were striking for was um, we didn't just want to be scanned and have our voices and images used without compensation and without our permission. And for the first time, it's going to establish a streaming participation bonus. Our pension and health caps have been raised, and that'll bring some needed value to our plans. And in addition, the deal includes uh, numerous improvements for multiple categories, including compensation increases for background performers, which I think is really important because whenever you watch any TV show or film, uh, maybe you don't notice the people that are in the background or the extras, but for the most part, on any um, on any union film, which most of them are, if you're if you're watching it streaming or you're watching it in the film in the theater, these people are professional uh, background performers. They're professional actors that are working to make the scene look realistic, and if you're not noticing them. It means they're doing a really great job. <laughs> and um, we've also got some critical contract provisions that are going to protect all of our diverse communities. So this um, this new contract, uh, this new agreement with AMPTP is going to um, allow members from every category to build a sustainable career. I mean, many thousands of performers now and in the future are gonna benefit from this particular negotiation. We don't have the full details yet of the agreement. Um, they all have to still, they're still under review by SAG-AFTRA. And then of course, as union members, we're gonna have to vote on it. But we really do, again, wanna thank everybody who supported not only our strike, but the Writers Guild as well, and all of our union siblings, because that is the power. Um, you know, everybody's made sacrifices. So we supported the Writers Guild of America. They supported us. We stand together in solidarity, and we're going to be there for other performing unions as well. So we really um, appreciate all of this. And um, I, I was just going to read something to you that I read in um, Vanity Fair, and it was about the TV theatrical negotiating um, committee's work. But the actors returning to work means that production can resume. That's basically what you need to know. And it's going to rev up the content machines that have been dormant for six months because the actors began striking on July 14th and the Writers Guild of America was on strike 
and they had been on strike for more than two months. So literally all work has been at a standstill for the last six months. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with award shows and all of that. But SAG-AFTRA could not come to an agreement with AMPTP at the time over key issues such as the compensation, the streaming residuals, and um, artificial intelligence. And that led to rhetoric that grew increasingly polarized during the spring and summer. Um, There's a level, this is what Disney CEO Bob Iger said of the writers and actors just one day after the studio's talks with SAG-AFTRA broke down. And he said, there's a level expectation that they have that's not realistic. They are adding to the set of the challenges that this business is already facing, quite frankly, very disruptive. Um, And our president of SAG-AFTRA, Fran Drescher, who you may know her as the nanny, she had a completely different viewpoint. And she said on the first day of the strike, we are being victimized by a very greedy entity. And she argued that the studios and the streamers represented by AMPTP pled poverty in negotiations while they were giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. And in quote, she said, this is disgusting. Shame on them. They're going to stand on the wrong side of history at this very moment. End of quote. And that was that is very, very true, because this strike wasn't about trying to get more money for the film stars, the movie stars and all the big names. It was trying to get more money just for the everyday workers that call themselves actors that, you know, that are actors that are just trying to make a living. They're just trying to pay their rent and, you know, their car payments and buy food, etc., And it's nothing um, crazy. So it really is sad when a CEO is making, you know, $100 million and um, an actor is making $100. So um, you can't, you just can't live on that. So the actor strike really elevated Fran Drescher into a new type of public role, that of a labor, a leader, a labor union leader. She got flack for flying to Italy for a Dolce & Cabana promotional event just days before the SAG-AFTRA contract was set to expire. And the actor previously known for playing the act from the nanny approached her new position with such passion that even Saturday Night Live couldn't pass up spoofing her in a sketch. But meanwhile, Iger and Warner Brothers and Discovery CEO David Zasloff and some of their fellow CEOs found themselves cast in the villain role over the summer as Picketers brandished signs admonishing the studio bosses. And this is all from Vanity Fair. So the dual strikes really wreaked uh, devastation across the entertainment industry, shut down all productions. It bumped the award shows. It forced studios to postpone black blockbusters rather than releasing projects without actors to promote them. And it put thousands and thousands of crew members out of work. And this is the part that I think um, people might forget is behind every actor or writer in a film, there are makeup artists, hairstylists, uh, lighting, there are electricians, there's gaffers, there's assistants, there's, uh, you know, the director, the assistant director, there are producers, there's the caterers. There are the people that sweep the floors, the casting people. There are so many different crew members. So 
And it was the first time that both unions have been on strike since 1960. And those shockwaves really rippled way beyond Hollywood. The production shutdown, and this is really huge, is estimated to have cost the California economy over $5 billion. Now, the writer's strike ended September 24th, and many in the industry assumed that the actors would soon follow. But um, SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP, they restarted their talks on October 2nd with the top executives like Iker and Netflix uh, co-CEO Ted Sarandos in the room. And then they hit a wall. And on October 11th, the AMPTP issued a statement that conversations are no longer moving us in a productive direction. And Sarandos, who's the co-CEO of Netflix, told a crowd of Hollywood professionals at a Bloomberg Screen Time conference that one of the SAG-AFTRA proposals that the streamers pay a set rate per subscriber as sort of a bonus for actors was just a bridge too far. And SAG-AFTRA leaders disputed that characterization of the payment as a levy on streamers um, because that didn't happen. So talks did resume in a more intensive way on October 24th. And of course, the backdrop was a very panicked Hollywood. And most of the film and television uh, producers who talked to Vanity Fair said, you know, the year's over. Um, A top talent agent was already concerned about 2024. And the way to save the year was to get the strike resolved before the year's end. So that could protect next year to some extent. And, you know, what was amazing and also... um, very, very wonderful and expected with some of our most famous um, members of Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA, like George Clooney and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston and Tyler Perry. They reportedly held Zoom meetings with the Screen Actors Guild leaders to discuss a path to resuming the talks, and they did their part as well. And so a group of big names even offered to remove um the million-dollar cap on dues to help pay those lower on the call sheet, a proposal that Drescher later explained would violate uh, federal labor regulations. So in other words, some of the actors who are making a lot of money, um, they offered to help out smaller actors. And we have a Screen Actors Guild Foundation. People were donating. So if, if, if actors needed help, they were able to get it. And uh, several million dollars were distributed. So the talks uh, picked up stream towards the end of October and negotiators spent the better part of the Halloween weekend working behind closed doors. And then um, then SAG-AFTRA had tweeted that they had discussed all open proposals, including AI, and they asked members to flood the picket lines to make their voices heard And then talks continued for a stretch more as the two sides remained at odds over these key issues, particularly how to protect the actors against the use of AI. And then finally, on last Tuesday evening, SAG-AFTRA said it had spent 10 hours deliberating and um, had thanked all the everyone for patience and support. And then they finished their work as of last Thursday. So we'll see what the proposals hold. But the good news is that we can all go back to work. And 
That means writers can write, producers can produce, directors can direct. And hopefully for all the viewers out there, you're going to be able to see some quality films and television shows in the next few months. Also, as I said earlier, uh, shows or films that had been completed but were not allowed to go to the theaters or could not be promoted because of the strike will now be released and you're going to be able to see them. And for those of you who had seen Oppenheimer and Barbie, they came out right before the strike. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have been affected as well. So that's just a bit of the update on the uh, SAG strike settled as a very long-term, <laughs> many-decade uh, long <laughs> a Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA member. I am so happy and I'm very proud of my fellow members because everybody was really fighting for the little person, not for the big person, but for the little person. And there are a lot of those out there, including myself. So I'm looking forward to auditioning tomorrow for this new film. We'll see how that goes. But just the fact that we get to audition. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. Well, when we come back from break, it is World Kindness Week. So I'm really glad the strike is over because we all want to be kind and nobody wants to be arguing. But stay with me. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You can check out my website, CynthiaBryan.com during the break. And we'll be talking about world kindness and how you too can get on the kindness bandwagon. Don't go away. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, Albert Einstein said, forget everything else and remember your humanity. This is a lesson that I think during this time with so many wars and cruelty and genocide going on in the world, we need to remember that. And this week is actually World Kindness Week. And if there was ever a time that we all need to consider kindness as an essential human emotion, it is now. We know that life is complicated, it's chaotic, it's constantly challenging. But when we pause long enough to consider the feelings of others and be kind, we can connect in a meaningful way because kindness breeds kindness. And with kindness as our guiding light, cooperation and community evolve and multiply. Now, here at Be The Star You Are, kindness is part of everyday activities. Everything we do, we really believe in being kind and inclusive. And it's very, it's really, really important to us. And I think that you will find that because we have a very unique radio program in that it is always positive, uplifting, and filled with information. And the same with our teen show. This is the way that um, that we do everything, is that if it's not uplifting, we're not going to do it. So we're going to give you some tips on how you can be kind as well. And I know that my parents taught me to treat others as I wanted to be treated. And most of us practice this lesson as a basic need because of every human is to love and be loved, to appreciate and be appreciated, to be effective and to make a difference. So how can you be kinder? First, I think it's very important that you be kind to yourself. Treat others with respect. You can offer compliments and speak in a positive manner. Find the good in someone and let them know that you appreciate them. Compliment them often and criticize less. Donate your time and resources to a charity or a cause that you believe in. Help someone in need of support and really open your heart. Because practice being kind and you're going to feel a big boost of the love hormone oxytocin and you'll be less stressed and you'll discover joy in the little things because kindness is contagious and you can pass it around. I like to say smile with kindness and then remember your humanity. And at our charity, we actually have a kindness coordinator. Her name is Karen Kitchell. And if you get any of our Be The Star You Are newsletters, she often has a few uh, ways to scatter kindness in every newsletter. And this week, she promotes the importance of being kind. And the purpose of the week celebrated in November is to help everyone understand that compassion for others is what binds us all together. And what can you do? Here are some tips from Karen. Interrupt the ordinary. Think about the people who help you get life done, like your trash collector, your mail delivery person, 
and interrupt them with a bottle of sparkling water or a candy bar and a thanks for what you do. It could be it could be anybody that you deal with. You know, if you have a gardener or a house cleaner, whoever it is, or that person that maybe delivers your food, always make sure you say thank you. But maybe just go a little extra and just give them something, something small. And then how about ice cream scattering? When you're at the grocery store, pick up a box of ice cream bars and drop them off at a local shelter. All you have to say is enjoy. And a line to make someone's day is you could tell them how really good they are at what they do. And magazines for the homeless. If you enjoy reading, gather your used magazines and take them to a homeless shelter. They will really appreciate them. Kindness cards. You can make up a few note cards to keep in your car or your purse to randomly give to those wonderful folks who keep the restrooms clean or the person who fills your water glass, the cards can simply say, you are appreciated or great job. And then treat someone. Going out for lunch or a cup of coffee, choose a random person and tell the server that you will pick up their tab. And I know another way that... Um, that we've done that same kind of thing is if you're going across the bridge and you didn't have a transponder, but you, if you had to stop and pay, you could always say, give some extra, the extra toll and say it's for the person behind you. Now, Karen Kitchell, is, as our kindness coordinator, she actually purchased um, No Barnyard Bullies as a gift for every kindergarten student where she's a volunteer teacher. And that that particular book is all about being kind and inclusive. In fact, both the books encourage kindness and inclusive in children with these two new picture books, No Barnyard Bullies and Farmly Forever. Uh, these are true stories from Stella Bella's Barnyard of Adopted Animals, and they teach children positive behaviors because the animal kingdom is filled with timely and timeless tales that are relatable to humans. And the animal family of Stella Bella's Barnyard Adventures experiences complex en encounters that challenge their integrity, their individuality, and their character. And it also amplifies an assortment of expressions and original viewpoints to coexist as a group. So the barnyard animals have to address issues like bullying and nature and power struggles and adversity and adoption and homelessness and creativity and justice, ethnicity and being different through a cultural lens of hope and resolution. And the books are, have really wonderful illustrations done by Jensen Russell. And each book will inspire, motivate, and move children to appreciate all animals while learning the lessons the natural world teaches. And then if you want books for teens and adults that will create and encourage kindness, you can check out the Be The Star You Are series of books that offers positive, uplifting, true stories 
for living, loving, laughing, and learning to make a difference. The trilogy includes Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. And all purchases do benefit Be the Star You Are charity. And the holidays are coming. Books are the gifts that keep on giving. And you can actually buy all five of the books in a package at bethestarur.org. Just click on the, the book gift. You'll see it there or just books, but or, or you can buy individual books at the online store. But these are books that are going to increase kindness uh, for everyone. Now, if you wanted to find out more about what is World Kindness Day, I thought I would just give you some more information about world kindness, uh, not not just the day, but the world kindness is a whole whole long week. So it's an international holiday, and it was formed in 1998 to promote kindness throughout the world. And it's actually observed annually. The, the actual day is November 13th, but it goes through the whole week um, as part of World Kindness Movement. And it's observed in many countries, including the United States, Canada, Japan, Australia, uh, United Arab um, uh, World Kindness Day presents us with the opportunity to reflect upon one of the most important and unifying human principles. So on a day devoted to the positive potential of both large and small acts of kindness, we try to promote and diffuse the crucial quality that will bring every kind together. So this is an international holiday week. That, you know, is um, not just limited to the United States, Canada, Australia. I mean, it's in Italy. It's in India. It is uh, It is in many, many parts of the world. So um, first introduced as a day of observation. And then the organization was actually registered as an, an, an official NGO under Swiss law. But as I said, the history of the group goes back to... Um, a Tokyo-based convention that was held in 1997, and then an array of institutions and associations and countries around the world had assembled at the conference because of dedication to championing kindness in society. And the initial configuration of World Kindness Movement formed as a result of that event. And then the written declaration of the inception stated their pledge to join together to build a kinder and more compassionate world. And so that's how in 1998, in pursuit of this aim, that would facilitate the launch of the inaugural World Kindness. So the World Kindness as outlined by the World Kindness Movement is to highlight good deeds in a community, focusing on the positive power and the common thread of kindness which bites us. And since its creation more than two decades ago, the day has achieved truly global notice. Events associated have attracted participants from every inhabited continent. And the activities include concerts, dances, distribution of the kindness cards, as um, as Karen had just um, written about. And this is, it's an unofficial observance, but there is the hope of World Kindness Movement to actually attain an official recognition status by the United Nations. And if the group is successful, 
it would join the ranks of recognized days of observance, such as International Day of Peace, Human Rights Day, or World Health Day. So uh, some of the other things around the country that um, some other things that you could probably do is you could um, you can make sure to celebrate with your family and with your friends and also at work because our world is in turmoil, we're polarized, and we definitely need kindness. And I think this honors and celebrates and inspires us to act with kindness. And if you have built kindness into your routine in life, you want to pay attention to the people around you and build kindness at work as well. Because we spend a lot of time at work and our experience there has ripples in the rest of our life. Since it is a really great place to experience and to experiment with being kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic, and definitely more generous. So you can add your power to influence kindness. And whatever you do, it will be significant. As small, the smallest things that you do actually have a very big effect on the world and on those around you. So I hope that you will observe this whole week. And, you know, once you start being kind, even just kind for a minute, kind for a day. So how about then just continuing it and then continue being kind? And you, you probably read the book, Random Acts of Kindness. And there are so many different things that uh, that are in that book, and it's a really terrific, um, a, a terrific book to save the earth, save yourself, and save other people because there is a need to contribute. It's a fundamental predisposition of humans. We are inherently kind, and in fact, recent neuroscientific research suggests. Just as individuals can be trained in cognitive aspects, the emotional parts can be trained too. And that means that as humans, we can learn to be more empathetic, to be more compassionate, and to be kind. So we have to train young people to do and to be kind and then to do acts of kindness because that will help individuals recognize and regulate emotions, identify positive purposes, demonstrate empathy for others, take constructive actions, and it will promote human flourishing. And isn't that what we all want? We all want to flourish in life. And that is a, a very important thing. Um, again, you know, as I said at the beginning, every person wants to be loved, to love, and they want to be appreciated. They want to be effective and effective. And they just want to know that what they're doing is making a difference. So we can uh, spend the whole week, you know, not uh, we can spend the whole week being kind, but then add another day to it. Add another day. Because when we observe World Kindness Week, we're highlighting the good deeds in our communities. Acts of kindness and goodwill are common threads that do bind us. And since this is globally recognized and widely celebrated, 
participants from across the world are coming together and people are really performing acts of kindness. And so the sole purpose of this week is to focus on the positive, surround ourselves with positivity, and it's a way to learn, to teach, and to share kindness with others. If you know the root word of kindness, it originates from the old English word kindness, which was spelled K-Y-N-D-N-E-S, kindness, which is a derivative from the Middle English word kindness, which was a word for courtesy. So this week of kindness is observed with activities that are all about courtesy right? Because being courteous is also being kind. So let's all uh, celebrate World Kindness Week and then make it go forward and go forward and go forward because kindness is going to allow us to connect with other people, build meaningful relationships. And when someone shows us kindness, we feel more connected and more willing to cooperate with them. And you can be kind in so many ways. As I said, tell someone when you think positively of them, speak respectfully to others, set a good example, volunteer for a charity, listen more because kindness is powerful. Witnessing acts of kindness produces that oxytocin that is actually referred to as the love hormone. And that aids in lowering our blood pressure, improving our overall heart health, Oxytocin also helps boost our self-esteem and our optimism, and that's very helpful because so many of us um, these days, you know, the times seem to be tough and we tend to be holding a lot inside and to have a lot of anxiety. So just remember that kindness is teachable, kindness is contagious, kindness can make you live longer. There's 44% less chance of dying early if you are kind. Kindness is a a source of serotonin. And like most medical antidepressants, kindness stimulates that production. And kindness also has anti-aging effects. Perpetually kind people have 23% less stress hormone and they age slower than the average population. So let's get busy teaching ourselves and others to be kind. We'll remind ourselves that we're not alone. We're all one big community. It's a big village and we can just get as creative as we want to be to be kind. So celebrate World Kindness Week. When we come back from break, we are going to discuss how we can be safe and sound with our savings. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Please stay with us. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. When employees put in long hours to complete important projects, It is so important to recognize these people with a heartfelt thank you. One idea is for a company to send handwritten thank you notes to the family of the employee, explaining how much the work was appreciated 
and thanking the family for putting up with the inconvenience. Another idea is to hold a special breakfast or a lunch or a gathering or, you know, maybe a wine tasting in honor of the hard work of the team. By recognizing input and the hard, dedicated work, a company will retain employees and have a more dedicated workforce with a sense of personal involvement. Appreciate those who make your company successful, your employees and your suppliers. Thank yous go a long way to establishing loyalty and goodwill. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Brian with an I, CynthiaBryan.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, I'm so happy that you stayed with us because this is an important segment about how to keep your savings protected. As most people know, several banks failed in the last few months. And it's always shocking when that happens, especially shocking was when Silicon Valley Bank um, failed because it had so many millions of dollars of big investors in it. And that was, you wouldn't think that a bank like that is going to fail. But because interest rates kept going up and the banks had had um, borrowed money, uh, you know, at lower, they were giving money at lower rates. And then now they're having to pay high rates. The bank had to go belly up. So what can you do to know that your money is safe if you are putting money in the bank? So you have to make sure that your bank or your credit union offers deposit insurance. That is the most important thing. Savings accounts are a safe place to keep your money because deposits made by consumers are guaranteed by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, that's the FDIC for bank accounts, or the National Credit Union Administration, that's the NCUA for credit union accounts. And deposit insurance covers $250,000 per depositor, per institution, and per account ownership category. So 
As a result, most people don't have to worry about losing their deposits if their bank or credit union becomes insolvent. Um, I don't know too many people that have $250,000 just sitting in a bank account. But if you, you do need to know that your bank offers that and you can quickly confirm that your bank or credit union offers this protection and there's no uh, charge or anything for to do it, either log in and scroll to the bottom of the page where you'll find that FDIC or the NCUA logo. And that information is also typically displayed on your um, statements. And as long as your credit union or your bank is a member of the FDIC or NCUA, NCUA insurance programs, you have at least 250,000 insurance protection combined for individual checking and savings account. Now that is the minimum of insurance coverage. You can have more coverage depending on the accounts at the same bank or credit union. And you can use, there are online tools at both the FDIC as well as the NCUAI um, um, websites to estimate and confirm if your savings are covered by deposit insurance. Now, again, if you've come into some extra money, like through an inheritance or a bonus at work, or you made a profit selling your house, or perhaps you're considering some other safe options for stashing your cash, there are things in addition to a savings account. And right now, because interest rates are higher, you could probably get a current yield on most savings accounts somewhere in the four to five percent. Whereas for the last 15 years, it's been less than, I don't know, 0.02, I mean, percent or two percent. It's been nothing. So if you aren't getting paid a higher yield, you may want to consider moving your money to someplace safe that will pay more. And you can do a search online for best savings rates, and that will lead you to lists of banks and credit unions with the highest yields. And many of these banks or credit unions are online only, so you have to make sure that you're comfortable with that. Uh, and also do your homework, and you also want to make sure that whatever you're finding is legitimate. So if your current savings accounts have low yields, you might consider moving some of your money to where it can earn more. And just make sure that no matter where you go, it's FDIC or NCUA insured. And uh, of course, there are other ways that um, at brokerage firms where you have investment accounts that things can be covered. But let's talk about some of the safe places to save your money. So both certificates of deposits, which are called CDs, and U.S. government securities are relatively safe places to invest your money. Now, both of these options will offer you some return on your money, but if your first priority is just keeping your money safe, you're going to want to prioritize a high degree of liquidity and relatively low fees above high returns. If you're looking for high returns, then you're probably going to go to a brokerage account and you're going to in invest in ETFs or stocks and you know, you'll you'll talk to some financial advisor. But savings accounts are safe place because again, as I said, uh, up to 250,000 
you are guaranteed if your bank has the FDIC or your credit union has the NCUA insurance. Now, certificates of deposit, CEDs, are issued by banks and credit unions, and they do carry that deposit insurance. And then there are U.S. government securities like treasury notes, bills, and bonds. They've always been considered extremely safe because so far the U.S. government hasn't defaulted on its debt, although we certainly have gotten close, haven't we? Now, what's a certificate of deposit? This is issued by banks and credit unions. Um, and the main difference between a savings account and a CD is that a CD requires you to lock up your investment for a specific time period. Could be several months to several years. And they'll pay a slightly higher interest rate than savings accounts. And under typical market conditions, CDs with longer maturities pay interest at higher rates than CDs with shorter maturities. But the catch is, if you want access to your money before the CD matures, you pay a penalty. And that penalty can vary depending on the issuing institution's policies, but it could be several months worth of interest. So you have to be careful. Uh, some people do what is called CD laddering. And that is where a person might choose to open uh, several CDs with different maturities, and that might offer you a great flexibility and less risk than opening one CD with one maturity date. So that way you could have both short and long-term CDs um, and take advantage of higher interest rates without, you know, taking too much risk. Now, government securities, the federal government offers three categories of fixed income securities to consumers, they have treasury notes, they have bills and bonds, and they have been considered extremely safe. Uh, treasury securities typically pay interest at higher rates than savings accounts, although it also depends on the securities duration. The US treasury bills, they're referred to as T-bills, they are federal short-term debt obligations with a maturity of one year or less. And the longer the maturity, the more interest the investor earns. And investors can purchase T-bills through the secondary market in a variety of ways, just like you can through a broker or an investment bank. And then U.S. Treasury bonds, they're referred to as T-bonds. They take the longest to mature, and there are three types of government-issued security. They also pay the highest interest, interest rate of the three types. And they're offered to investors in a term of 20 or 30 years to maturity. But you'd want to talk to somebody about all of these. And you can buy T-bonds at monthly online auctions that are held directly by the U.S. Treasury. They're sold in multiples of $100. And you receive fixed interest payment every six months. And then the Treasury notes, referred to as T-notes, are similar to T-bonds. And the difference is that T-notes are offered in a wide range of terms. It could be two years, uh, but the longest is 10 years. And they don't generate as high a yield as T-bonds, but they do generate a payment for investors twice a year or every six months. But for all U.S. government securities, if you sell a security before it matures, you're going to lose money. So it's important to, for investors to consider their investing timelines carefully and then decide on what you want to do um, from that. And coming up in a couple of weeks, we will be having author Jonathan Dio on our um, radio show 
with his new book, Mindful Investing. And he's going to talk about the right focus, the better outcome, and the greater well-being. So you will want to tune in to that um, particular show if you want a lot of good information on what to do with your money. And just a quick aside, when you're talking about money, every all these banks are sending out scam alerts now because the holidays are here and you have to be really careful. So before you click on anything, um, double check. Like if you get an email or a text or a phone call that says it's from your bank and they're confirming something, just hang up or don't respond. Definitely get in touch with your bank directly. Do not respond to these. Your bank normally is not going to um, to contact you in that way. They're not going to ask for passwords. They're not going to ask for um, your the your your uh, numbers or how to get into your account, your account numbers. And the same is with stores. If you're getting some things that say your package is here and it's from Amazon, it may not be from Amazon. So just be aware of the scams. I don't want you to lose any money. Well, that's the show for today. Thanks for being great listeners and tuning in here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I thank my engineer, Jordan, for helping me make a great show. And I hope that you have enjoyed the information today and know that you can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions or to purchase any of the books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. To make a donation or get involved with the charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being and know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And make sure to be kind, not just today, not just tomorrow, not all week, but always. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self and shine. Make it a great, kind week. You are terrific. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.